0: Democrats don't have grandstanders like Mitt Romney, Little Ben Sass, Richard Burr, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Pat Toomey. And in the House, Tom Rice, South Carolina, Adam Kinzinger, Dan Newhouse.
1: Cersei, Walder Frey, Marin Trant, Tywin Lannister.
2: You're listening to Facts and Friends. Welcome to this mask-burning-themed children's party episode of the Facts and Friends podcast. <laughs> my name is Tino, and joining me this week as always is my friend and co-host, you all probably know him best as Sailor Sable's vocal coach, it's
3: Judson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh <God>. hello judson <laughs> hi have you ever thought about maybe uh, pursuing a different line of work
3: if i were her vocal coach absolutely i would be yeah <laughs> okay yeah okay. mm-hmm. they fly to that poor girl for so long
2: we're going to talk a little bit about Ms. sable a little later in the show but people may not understand why i referred to this episode as a mask burning themed children's party episode
3: they may not would you like to enlighten them we don't have a video media uh, you know stream here we, we'll share it on the facebook page later but there is a is it in idaho i think it sounds right on the steps of the Capitol in idaho uh there was a fire in a, like a 55 gallon drum where parents were encouraging their children to burn masks <laughs> That's basically it. If there hadn't been parents there, I'd say Lord of the Flies-esque. I mean, it, it was yeah. uh, one one friend commented those, that those people looked feral. And I, I think that pretty much sums it up.
2: I'm going to have to ask my mom if she was there.
3: <laughs> Before
2: we get started this week, Justin, I don't know if you're feeling this too, if you're experiencing this too, but I have this nagging feeling like there's something we're supposed to be following up on for our listeners from our last episode. Oh,
3: yeah. What was I'm that? I'm drawing a
2: blank. I, f- I feel like there were some unanswered questions or something. Uh, well, uh, what did we talk about last week?
3: The uh, uh, fake snow.
2: Fake government snow. Yeah, that's right. I don't think that's it, though. No, no. Oh, there was you heartlessly pissing
3: on Rush Limbaugh's grave. That was like the highlight, I thought. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm pretty sure he's still dead. I, I left it all on the table there. I left it all out there. I don't. I didn't. Yeah. You know, I don't think we needed to go back to that. CPAC? Was it CPAC? I, we covered a lot of CPAC. I mean, we didn't talk. We didn't. I guess we did record before Trump spoke. We
2: absolutely did. And I, so I'm sure we should. We should definitely follow up on CPAC.
3: Maybe that's what it was. I, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Could be. All right. And if
3: not, I'm, I'm sure it'll come to us. It can't be that important. It Feels important. <laughs>
2: Speaking of things that can't be that important, CPAC. (laughs) (laughs) Judson, Trump spoke after we recorded last week, and we opted not to delay the recording to cover his speech because we kind of felt we already knew what he was going to say. Yeah, yeah, we did. You made some predictions.
3: I don't know if I call them predictions. That makes me seem like the the prophet you have at times claimed me to be. Oh,
2: I'm not the one that claims that you're a prophet. It actually really annoys me when you get things right. (laughs) I made some educated guesses here. Well, I clipped your guesses. Okay. And I clipped some audio from Trump's speech. So let's see. If you're right, you'll hear a ding. And if you're wrong, you'll hear...
0: Okay,
3: okay, sure. I thought it's just going to be like a bicycle. (laughs) Here is your first (laughs) prediction. Okay. We already know what he's going to say. Yeah. Right? He's going to come out and he's going to claim that they won the election, that the Mm -hmm. election was rigged, that the Democrats stole it. This election was rigged, and the
0: Supreme Court and other courts... Didn't want to do anything about it.
3: <laughs> okay. One for one. Yeah. One for one so far. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's try this one. He's going to come out and complain about cancel culture. He's.
0: We reject cancel culture. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. You're two for two.
0: <laughs> I didn't really
3: make any like bold statements, I feel like pretty safe bets how about this one he'll tease about running in 2024
0: and then a republican president will make a triumphant return to the white house and i wonder who that will be <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah sure mm-hmm. how about this one he's
0: going
3: to complain about all the republicans that have spoken out against him liz cheney is going to get name them. drop
0: and of course the warmonger A person that loves seeing our troops fighting, Liz Cheney. How about that?
3: Adam Kinzinger is going to get name dropped.
0: Adam Kinzinger.
3: (laughs) Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is going to get name dropped. Democrats don't have grandstanders like Mitt Romney.
2: (laughs) All right, so it was the right call for us not to hold off to cover Trump's speech last week, apparently. (laughs) Also, according to the CEO of Goya, who swore he was going to stay out of politics.
3: Swore, yeah, yeah, he was done. We're going to be on the same stage as, in my opinion, the real, the legitimate, and the still actual president of the United States, Donald J. Trump
2: the still actual president of the united states
3: there's a lot of things you can say that are stupid but i just i don't know how you can be that
2: <sighs> i just thought of something i could say that isn't stupid don't buy goya products no don't,
3: really don't yeah please don't i, I already didn't but <laughs> why you don't like latin food <laughs> <laughs> i buy well, what's other, wrong with latin food i Judson? buy other brands thank you tino
2: Oh, I stopped buying when he first came out and spoke in, in support of Trump. I stopped buying Goya products. And, you know, I love me some black beans. I love yuca yeah. When I made hummus, I usually buy the Goya chickpeas. No more. No more Goya. No more Goya for me.
3: It turns out there are several other companies you can buy from. So, yeah.
2: All right. Well, one other CPAC update, and we kind of teased it a little in the beginning. Sailor Sable Judson, <laughs> your pupil
3: Your star pupil. We're conflicted here. Are we? Uh, Oh, no. She was bad. Don't get me wrong. We're not. Okay. We don't disagree there. But it reminds me, I think John Oliver last week, tonight, did a a piece about internet shaming, public shaming.
2: Right. Yep. Monica Lewinsky featured prominently in that piece.
3: Yeah. Exactly. And so I'm kind of torn just from hearing the song about whether or not we should do anything about it. I was too. It was just not good. And that was a big stage to be that not good on. It was a big stage stage shaped like a nazi symbol yes a big stage supposedly totally totally coincidentally shaped like a nazi symbol symbol okay well (laughs) here's here's what i would like to do i would like to do the follow-up which has little
2: to do with her singing has nothing to do with her singing okay and then you decide if you still feel the same way okay sure all right is that fair I, i don't know anything else about her for those of you that don't remember she tried to sing the national anthem at cpac last week (laughs) Okay, that was uh, a cat in heat, actually.
3: (laughs) (laughs) With musical accompaniment. (laughs) Musical accompaniment.
2: All right. We actually played Miss Sable's performance- at the bottom of the show right, last yeah. week, we we typically drop something at the very end of the show uh, as kind of like a reward for people who listen all the way through. It's a stinger. Well, last, yeah, yeah, it's a stinger. Yeah. Last week, it was a bit of a punishment, as I pointed out. <laughs> and uh, we had feedback from fans that were like mad at us that <laughs> we put that in there and that they had to listen to it. Not because- they listened to listen to the whole show to get to it, or- Just because that sound went into their ears. <laughs> Well, Justin, if you thought her singing was bad, I I did. Wait till you hear her ideas on diversity and inclusion. Oh, no. About a year ago, Ms. Sable decided to start a political video blog on YouTube.
3: Was that also done in the key of Q? (laughs) (laughs)
2: That was such a great joke.
3: (laughs) It was so good. No, about
2: a year ago, she decided to start this video blog, and the folks over at Vice shared one of her videos. It's called Destroying Splash Mountain Equals Destroying America, a rant. Oh. I don't know how much you know about Splash Mountain to very quickly go over it. Her basic premise is that Disney's decision to reimagine Splash Mountain, which was based on the extremely racist film Song of the South from 1946.
3: Right. To take out at least some of the racism
2: from Splash Mountain. Sure. They're actually going to update it to have a Princess and the Frog theme, another Disney film. I actually rather like the movie. Yeah, it's good. W- which is a welcome change, in my opinion. I
3: don't see a problem with updating the ride that you own. Well, this opinion
2: like my ability to more or less carry a tune is not shared by Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Sable. <laughs> oh, poor sailor. Miss Sable starts her rant by telling us she can't keep it in anymore.
3: Maybe she should have though.
4: I've been involved in politics for a very long time. I've I'm 18. I've been like politically aware of the discussion since I was like 14 and I've grown and changed a lot since then. I've always had very strong opinions on it. But I never started to become very openly expressive of my opinions, I think, because I like acting and singing and I didn't want to be like ostracized from that community, but I I can't be quiet anymore with everything going on, all the chaos, all the destruction. So,
2: I think when she's talking about destruction and chaos, she is referring to BLM protests.
3: Oh, uh, okay.
2: I don't want to put words in her mouth, but when a right-wing person talks about that, especially in this context, that tends to be what they mean. I don't know
3: for that certain. That tracks. I mean, it, unless she's just upset about them, I don't know, the mess of construction when they're redoing Splash Mountain. I don't. I, I can't think of anything else that would... <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. With I'm this. certain it's not that. I thought it was interesting that she said, it's really like dancing and s- and, and acting and singing and and, and want to be ostracized from that community. And I can't help but think that maybe that would have been best for everyone had she just been a little more open and a little more ostracized from the singing. For everyone, especially
2: her. For everyone, especially
3: everyone. Her. It's a win, win,
2: win. Yeah. Poor thing. Bless her heart.
3: Bless her heart. <laughs> she was in every sense of the that phrase. <laughs> So, as I mentioned, Ms.
2: Sable was triggered.
4: And there's really the straw that broke the camel's back. The most
3: When is the ranting going to happen?
4: Disgusting. Just decision, you wait.: And I'm only being partially sarcastic is that they're redoing Splash Mountain. Oh, I got really, really, really triggered about this yesterday. And my brother thought it was kind of funny how upset I was. I was very upset.
2: I think it's funny how how upset you got too, Sailor.
4: (laughs) I think it just, it really shows that nothing's safe. Nothing is safe.
3: Nothing racist is safe, which I'm I'm kind of okay with. Hey, Justin, where do you think she
2: comes down on Confederate statues? I'm gonna go pro. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't know. She hasn't said, so I'm not gonna attribute that position to her. All right. That's fair. So does does Miss Sable actually know what some of the issues are with Song of the South? I don't know. Let's hear.
4: It centers around a slave and a little boy who he is friends with, and the slave is kind of like this very cheerful, happy, having a great life, kind of like a sweet mentor. There's nothing wrong there. I haven't seen Except it. Except slave. Like, he just acts slave. so happy, but he's a slave. And it's- Slave! The criticism of the movie is that, obviously, that's not accurate. That's the Slaves wrong Slaves horrible that's- lives. They were not just these jovial, happy guys, making friends with all the little kids, telling little stories. They had horrible, hard lives. She's right.
2: The thing wrong in his life is he's a slave. But in the movie they make it seem so fun.
4: Irrelevant! The idea that slavery was not as atrocious as it really was in reality. That slavery wasn't this horrific event that it really was. Disney recognized that this was an inaccurate and offensive portrayal of real historical events by having this movie
2: To me, it seems like she has at least somewhat of a grasp
3: over why it's a problem. She's made an excellent argument for why they should change it. (laughs)
2: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I had to listen to the whole thing multiple times. This has become my new hell, having to listen to (laughs) horrible people at great length to to clip little pieces of audio for everyone. That
3: reminds me of something. Mm. It'll come back to me. I I forget, yeah. Yeah, we'll just keep kind of
2: meditating on it.
3: Well, I, I guess
2: what she's arguing is that No part of the ride itself has anything to do with slavery, and it's just about the adorable animated animal characters. So it's just
3: a buddy movie.
2: Well, she just ignores it. it still celebrates the movie.
3: Right. In fact, she completely
2: glosses over the fact that part of the ride involves one of the characters, one of the main characters, Brer Rabbit, getting stuck in a beehive. Well, in the animated short, he actually gets stuck in a tar baby.
3: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Kind of whitewashing that.
3: Ah, goodness.
2: Yeah. So, I think we agree she understands that the movie's super racist. Uh, She
3: does seem to understand that, yes.
2: Yeah. So, what I'm not understanding is why she so fervently objects to the ride's redesign. Let's hear. Let's let Miss Sable educate us on the Constitution.
4: (laughs) Why are you
3: laughing? Because this will be fun. America
4: was not founded on racism. It was founded around... With, with racism, that's how I say, it. not on racism, <laughs> she <couldn't>... with racism. <laughs> I say that because racism was never put in words in the laws of the Constitution. It is not a value ever expressed in the Constitution.
2: Mm, um, Wasn't it though? Is the 3 fist clause not inherently racist? Yes, it's inherently racist. Isn't preserving slavery inherently racist? Yes. Uh, I have to disagree with you there, Ms. Sable.
3: And it was founded adjacent to racism, if nothing else. Right. Just because the word
2: racist doesn't appear in the Constitution yeah. does not mean that it's not an inherently racist document.
3: You know another word that doesn't appear in the Constitution? Guns. Sure, but I was going to say God. True. And yet you will find the same people that Miss Sable is speaking to fervently believe that it was founded on Christian values. It was not. The Second Amendment,
2: which was not in the initial, Constitution obviously right. also does not guarantee one's right to have guns, but that is a different topic for a different day.
3: <laughs> but they're perfectly fine ignoring or using the non-existence of the phrase "racist" or "or, or slavery" in the Constitution. It, it, it doesn't matter. We'll just move on.
2: Judson, let's let Sailor Sable bring it home for us. Let her sum up her argument. <laughs> Surely this is all going somewhere.
3: Splash Mountain should be redesigned. I'm
2: sold. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't think that's her argument. Let's hear it. We
4: have to redo. Splash Mountain. We have to start all over. We have to start all over with America. We have to change our history. We have to change our statues.
3: Oh, there you go. You got it. You were right. Aww. You were right. She-, <laughs> she just said we have to change our statues. I th- I'm okay. Let's she's let's against
2: this. it, though. She's She's... Objecting to these. She's
3: being sarcastic.
2: Uh, only somewhat, I think she said. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I interrupted, Miss Sable. Please continue.
4: We need to change everything. We need to change all the road signs. We don't. Which road is ridiculous. I have no idea. It's too far. It's okay. too revisionary. We can say that parts of what happened were awful and disgusting and horrible without saying that America itself are those things. Because America itself is not those things. America was created by people. And people are inherently plagued with sin and Ooh. vice and immorality. And we yeah. have to actively and Sin's purposely... Bullshit go against our bad nature to work towards being better. And so any man-made concept will always have these flaws, but people can choose to work past them. That does not mean we are all awful. You shouldn't cancel America. You just
3: said we were all awful. We have inherently broken natures. You just said that. Excuse me, Miss Sable. Can I get
2: a light balsamic dressing with my word salad, please?
3: <laughs> okay. We're not awful, but we are, but we're not, but we can't be, but we,
2: don't you just want to listen to her sing instead now? (laughs) No, 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 Tino. I would rather hear that than what we just heard. (laughs) (laughs) okay so you kind of started off saying you were kind of conflicted about this you still feel badly about giving her grief
3: (laughs) i do not i rescind my my (laughs) earlier reservations uh uh she got what she what what she deserved this point so
2: (laughs) she's going to be in congress next time she talks
3: at cbac so i mean (laughs) it's entirely possible (laughs) yeah
2: actually i don't think she's old enough but
3: she's not old enough yet no three more cycles she'll be there
2: all right jetson i don't think cpac was actually the big thing that we needed to follow up on from last week you sure uh i'm pretty sure
3: i think there's something else something something bigger something bigger than cpac okay well it's not coming to me i know me
2: either i'm starving and maybe that's part of the problem tell you what let, let's take a break okay i'm gonna munch on some i don't know whatever i have here uh, ooh, Lady Gaga Oreos. Okay, I'm going to scarf down <laughs> some of these beautiful, <laughs> delicious pink and green cookies. And then maybe when we get back, we can figure this all out. That that sounds like a plan. We'll be right back.
0: I
1: will remember you. Doobie dum-dum. Will you remember me?
4: Do dumb, dumb? Don't let your love pass you by.
2: Weep now for the memories. Jensen, I remembered what we were supposed to update everyone on from last week. Oh, great. What is it? There's March fourth, which is our next show. It's going to yep. be all about March fourth. So maybe we can skip that. That's you know the Donald Trump is going to be the president again installed as the 19th legitimate the president. The, of the 19th
3: legitimate, right? Very <laughs> well, clear we can about dig that. We'll be into that
2: next week since I think that's going to be a big topic. Sure. Sh- surely that's going to happen, and we'll have to talk about well, it.
3: Well, yeah, of course. we'll have to that'll be our follow up to the 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 reclamation of the presidency by Donald Trump. That has to be it, right? i'm not sure that's the thing we were thinking of but it's definitely a thing
2: okay well that's fair (laughs) we did say we're going to talk about it so we might as well we we
3: should i think we should yeah well congratulations are
2: in order judson we inaugurated the 19th legitimate president of the united states on march 4th donald j trump we did yes here's some audio of that Okay, there isn't any. (laughs) The closest audio I could find for Trump's inauguration as the 19th legitimate president of the United States on March 4th was this.
0: Thank you, Kenneth Copeland. (laughs)
3: Thank you. I have so many questions. Okay. I mean, it's, it, we'll get to it, I guess. I, I, I guess maybe not everybody even understands what it means, why he's the 19th legitimate president or why he would be, would have been. Why don't you enlighten us? Well, so obviously Trump lost the election and everyone thought for sure, every QAnon person thought for sure that, you know, the storm was coming, right? On January 20th. That's, uh, that's why they right. were there for the 6th in the first place was to, to they thought this is the beginning of the storm. It was going to start rounding people up. The storm is essentially shorthand for rounding up and is eventually executing their political opponents. That's right. Because they're pedophile, child-eating, satanic people. I don't know. It's hard to keep up with which thing they're accusing us of at any given moment. Absolutely. But after the 20th, the inauguration of Joe Biden happened, they kicked the can down the road to March 4th. That's the, That was the new date for the beginning of the storm. Oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. Does it? No. <laughs> Well, they picked March 4th because up until 1933, that is when presidents were uh, inaugurated. Oh, okay. It was a longer lame duck period. uh, And it wasn't until the uh, 20th Amendment was ratified that it changed the date to January 20th. Gotcha. That's where the date comes from. But the 19th legitimate president thing, that comes from the fact that they think that the United States was secretly turned into a corporation. In 1871. By whom? That's unclear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but all presidents after Ulysses S. Grant have been illegitimate.
2: They've been presidents of the corpor- the United States of America Corporation? Of the corporation and not the, pre- not the country, exactly. So we've not had a president for all that time? That's what they're saying.
3: Yeah. Okay. I don't understand why Trump didn't simply do this thing first time he got inaugurated that's another th-
2: conspiracy theory they cribbed from a different group right
3: i think so yeah that's yeah it, I, I think i've read that sovereign citizens are heavily involved in that particular portion yeah it took us off the gold standard and we went bankrupt and that's why we're a corporation now it's all very confusing but like it's i said
2: all very fucking crazy is what it is my
3: biggest question there is like why wasn't trump already the 19th legitimate president if he's yeah the guy why didn't he just do the thing when he actually won an election and be- and was inaugurated? as president? Why didn't he fix it all then? Yeah, why
2: wasn't he inaugurated as the 19th legitimate president in 2017?
3: I don't know. Hmm. It doesn't make any sense. None of it ever makes any sense, but that is particularly senseless.
2: Well, I don't know if I trust you, Judson. Let's hear it from an actual
3: Trump supporter. <laughs> I, yeah, I just I just know what I've read. I, obviously, I do not believe this stuff. So let's hear from the Q's mouth.
4: It is my hope that uh, President Trump comes back um, as the 19th president of the United States (laughs) under the uh, 1776, and that he is inaugurated on March 4th. That is my hope for our future.
1: Are you going to feel foolish on March 5th when Biden's still president? (laughs) Um,
4: That Trump has a different plan in play.
1: Everybody keeps saying Trump has a plan, he has a plan. When he lost the election, they said he has a plan. Oh,
4: Trump didn't lose the election, sir. But he did. Trump did not lose the election. The
3: Lord our Trump works in mysterious ways, young man. Is that Sailor Sable? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. She didn't hear any key changes in the middle. (laughs) Well, Judson. Yeah. This was
2: a big date on the Q calendar for a while.
3: It was, although I saw some of the bigger Q... uh, Personalities. It's very nice words. <laughs> they were apparently downplaying it because they got burned on this on the on the pre on the twentieth, and so they uh, they were saying, no, "No, nothing's gonna happen. No, no real Q person is gonna be." out there and obviously we don't condone violence and they tried to chalk it up to it to the whole
2: march 4th idea being a left wing slash antifa false flag
3: right the media is just pushing this narrative that nobody really believes this it started with them yeah media was reporting things you guys like this crazy lady were saying
2: yeah uh so a bunch of QAnon followers did show up at the capitol on march 4th to to witness donald trump's uh inauguration a bunch there there were four yeah.
3: <laughs> like a bunch of bananas in that in that sense
2: bunch <laughs> yes, uh, Karen Carson, John Carson, Lois Hauser, and Matthew Gianni. Sir, Giannini. I
3: love their her name is Karen.
2: <laughs> it is perfect her name is Karen. With a Y. With a Y. <laughs> my mom's name is Karen, and it was always with an E, and she changed it to be with a Y. Oh! Because it wasn't bad enough. Oh! And my mom oh. is a total Karen.
3: I can't believe both of our moms are named Karen.
2: I know, that's weird. It's so But weird. your mom isn't a Karen.
3: My mom is not a Karen. Yeah,
2: that's correct. Right. So they came to D.C. from... California. And Karen Carson told Reuters that every day that we're here, we'll probably come out around noon and see if anything transpires. <laughs> if it doesn't if it doesn't happen, we'll obviously be sad because it didn't happen while we were here, but we we'll believe that it will happen. It just hasn't happened yet.
3: I just said it. The Lord our Trump works in mysterious ways. We cannot know the mind and the plan of the great Trump. <laughs> We will wait here in in, in fealty to our Lord and Savior.
2: I cannot wait to repurpose that audio, Justin. Thank you so much.
3: (laughs) But I'm not wrong, right?
2: No, you're not wrong. (laughs) So as you hinted at, they're already pushing a new date. 20th, March 20th. March 20th. Now, what's supposed to happen there? Same thing that didn't
3: happen this same time. Same thing.
2: Just basically same shit, different day. Yeah, that's all it and is. And it still isn't going to happen. It still
3: isn't going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's he's supposed to become president. I don't know how. They don't know how. He just gets inaugurated. They think that that's like there's some, like some magic phrase he utters and suddenly he's president again, despite the fact that Biden is the president and will remain so until one of a few things happens. Right. Ideally, he serves his term out and we're, we're on to another president.
2: Did you hear that wild? And I don't, I don't give this any credence either but it was technically possible i don't believe this will happen but <laughs> that trump runs for congress in 2022 right wins and is made speaker of the house yep then they the the republicans win the house back yep win the senate back and somehow like two-thirds of the senate agree to this plan right they impeach biden and kamala harris convict them remove them both from office and trump serves out the last two years of the term
3: i i did hear that and and you've pointed out the major flaw in that is that even if the republicans <laughs> do win the house and the senate back that they will not win a two-thirds, two-thirds majority, majority of the senate that will not the, happen the numbers are actually kind of against them additionally they would have to simultaneously impeach biden and harris conduct both of those trials simultaneously and then convict them to you know, at the same time or you know together whatever however they set it up right because simply impeaching one and removing one doesn't work like you get a new vice president if there's no no vice president anymore mm-hmm. like they just you get you get one of those you, you get to to name somebody new and i guess there's the, the houses involved to seat that person so i suppose if the house is really controlled by the republicans they could block that but
2: i guess we'll see i read a fascinating article on npr.com about
3: uh-huh. exit counselors have, have you heard the term i don't know what, what in what context i guess
2: so what they do is they try to pull americans out out of these false conspiracy webs oh like like deprogrammers basically yeah they're deprogrammers they're called exit counselors got it and there's a great story you should check it out on npr it's called exit Counselor Strain to pull americans out of a web of false conspiracies right that's part of their series untangling disinformation which is so important
3: it's the most important thing i think yeah
2: because we are living in different realities So this NPR article tells the story of this exit counselor who's working with a woman who insists she's not technically a member of QAnon.
3: Like she didn't pay her dues or... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just like Antifa though, right? I mean, it's an ideology. There isn't like a leadership structure. Yeah, there's no QAnon club. We're not saying that we're going to arrest the leader of QAnon because that's not a thing.
2: Right. So, yeah. Okay. So this woman who doesn't believe in QAnon believes... Who isn't a member of QAnon.
3: Not a real member.
2: Sorry, who isn't a member of QAnon. Yeah. Doesn't consider herself part of the movement even. But she does believe that Satan-worshipping elites in a secret pedophile cabal are killing babies and drinking their blood. That's just common sense. I mean... (laughs) When you're evil, you're evil," Queen says. It goes deep. That tautology that holds up. She also believes that Democrats stole the election from Donald Trump, <sighs> and that the people who broke into the Capitol on January sixth were undercover members of Antifa.
3: So, Q, the Q Shaman, was part of Antifa, right? Even though he's not, and he he was really wanted a pardon from his hero, President Trump. That's exactly what we're talking about. Like they just they. F-
2: fabricate their own realities
3: they reject any information that doesn't comport
2: with what makes them feel good what's interesting i think about this approach is that these experts are seeing this spread of disinformation as a public health emergency
3: right now it is given that we're in the middle of a pandemic where you've got children burning masks i mean (laughs) right yeah no that's a great point they've made a public they've made health a political issue right and there are other consequences that we are only beginning to see i think that will stem from the fact that half the country well 30 percent of the country believes a fantasy land version of the current reality we live in
2: so there was a poll where ipsos asked americans to review uh series of factual statements. Okay. So examples are, there's no evidence of widespread voter or election fraud in 2020. So a true statement. They also added to that list some false conspiracy theories like Satan worshiping elites (laughs) who run child sex rings or trying to control our politics. Sure. So they had these statements, some objectively true, some batshit crazy. And they asked the people in the poll to identify which were true and which were false. And they grouped the people based on The primary source from which they got their news. Okay. So the number of statements that they correctly identified as true or false, if they listen to CNN, 22% got nine. Out of how many? Sorry? Out of nine. Oh, not out of nine. Yeah. Okay. And then roughly 80% got at least four or five right. Okay. If they listen to CNN. Sure. Only 15% got three or fewer wrong. ABC, CBS, NBC, 12% uh, got nine or more. Correct. And it drops about 60% that got four or five, right? And 30% that got three or fewer. Got it. Fox News. Oh, boy. Exactly 40% could get four or five. Oh, half of CNNs. Only 3% could get nine. And three or fewer was 60%.
0: Oh,
2: ouch. Uh, People whose primary news source is social media, friends and family. This is going to be all over the place, I'm guessing. 0% could get nine. 0% got nine. <laughs> Four or five is about 27%. Oh, man. And then 63% could get three or fewer. And I think we we will eventually do a whole show on the concept of micro realities and how it's legit a public health crisis.
3: No, no, it absolutely is. So many decisions we make stem from the things we believe. And when you believe things that aren't real, you're going to make really bad choices. This woman in the NPR story, she gets her information from
2: a trusted friend who quotes digs deeper on the internet than she does. <sighs> she doesn't even Google, Queen says, because Google doesn't show you the right things. <laughs>
3: Well, then just use Bing, goddammit. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm, I'm not a Bing person, but i, I it's an acceptable search engine. Anyway, so check out that NPR article. Yes, definitely.
2: Yeah, I think it's worth worth following the whole series because it's just such a, an enormous problem, at least in the United States right now. All right. Judson, don't get me wrong. I'm really glad we covered the momentous events of March 4th.
3: <laughs> the non-events?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I still don't think that's the main thing that we need to follow up on from last week.
3: Yeah, it's. I'm so close. I just, I can. I'm, yeah,
2: my brain isn't working. And yeah. this quite honestly is a collective brain fart. Unlike no other, I think. Um,
3: <laughs> let's,
2: let's just take another break <laughs> and maybe it will come to us
3: <sighs> in, in time for the close. I'm, 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 we'll figure it out. I, I know us. We'll figure it out. We'll be right back. The Facts and Friends podcast is brought to you by people like you. More and more, corporate America is taking over the podcast scene. Your support helps stave off a complete takeover. Please take a moment to share the podcast with your friends and followers via social media or word of mouth. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for helping out. It really does mean a lot.
2: Still nothing. You?
3: No, I just... I, I feel close. I feel like we're almost there,
2: but... Right. well. One thing I do remember yeah. is at the end of the show, we beg.
3: <laughs> the, the begging. <laughs> we beg
2: not for your money, but for your help. Judson, we make no money from this show, okay? You remind me constantly. Wait, wait we're not making any money from this? <laughs> no. oh, shit, are you going to what Why the hell am I doing this? Oh, yeah, no. Judson, all we humbly and clumsily ask from our dear <laughs> listeners, from all of you who can hear our voices, is to spread the word about this little podcast to your friends and family. One thing I know we mentioned last week is that we're on the back half of season one <laughs> and we have a lot of great things planned for season two. So it would be a huge help if you let more people know about our little show. Five-star reviews are also awesome. If you haven't left one already, thank you in advance. It really, really does help us a ton. It's true. Also, we love hearing from you. So we do. We definitely love that. Please drop us a comment or a direct message on the Facts and Friends uh, Facebook page. Uh, comment. Stick to comments, please. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> You'll almost certainly be interacting with Judson, sometimes me. It's
3: fine if it's a direct message, but i, I that opens up a can of worms so I'm not sure I'm ready for.
2: <laughs> He's ready. He's ready, folks. Send him a direct <laughs> message. If you want to send a dick pic, send a dick pic.
3: <laughs> All dick pics will be forwarded to Tino. Thank you.
2: <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at Facts and Friends. Facts, the letter N, friends. Individually, you can reach me on Twitter at UncleTortilla and Judson... Tell our fine listeners
3: how they can connect with you. Uh, I, I am at the fault and my arse. Again, the letter N, my arse. All right, Judson, every close of the show, we have, uh, you know, a little closed
2: topic. Yeah, we try to. Last week, you shit all over Rush Limbaugh.
3: I did metaphorically shit all over Rush Limbaugh. I was saving the actual for, you know, when I when I visit the site. It doesn't matter. We'll, we'll get into that later.
2: So in this show, we talked about a lot of crazy people who either explicitly or most likely love Donald Trump. Yeah. If I were to like rattle off a list of names of people and you were to guess whether they liked, loved, hated Donald Trump. I'm
3: playing like, Mary fuck, kill, but Trump's the only person. Kind of. Like, okay, so if I were to say
2: <laughs> Milo Yiannopoulos. I'd love. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense,
3: right? Yeah, uh, Lou Dobbs. Uh very. F- fuck Mary and never kill. Yeah, <laughs> never kill. Kill himself to protect. Yeah, exactly. take a bullet. Yeah, it's like exactly, die for him. Yeah, Alex Jones. Oh, lo- love, of course. Wrong. What?
2: We didn't get to hear it in the opening when you go because you didn't get any wrong.
3: <laughs> mm.
0: Check this out, please. Let's hear it. I'm so sick of fucking Donald Trump, man. God I'm fucking sick of it.
3: <laughs> What why do you do this to me? You make me a- Alex or me? You make me agree with Alex Jones? <laughs> you bastard.
2: I know who's not sleeping tonight. <laughs> oh my
3: God. Well, I will take that X. That that's that's fine, yeah.
2: Yeah, he went on in this footage. I, th- I don't remember who found it. Maybe it was TMZ. I don't remember who found the t- or who leaked the tape, but um, I
0: don't think he's sober. <laughs> you be the judge. Part of me, the selfish part, wishes I'd never met Donald Trump, wishes that I'd never met Roger Stone. It seems like the same because, part of you. Unlike previous things I'd done that were game changing. Those were just time-space continuum reflections. The fuck? <laughs> he's, he's hammered. Of the third yeah. big change I was going to be involved in. And that was bringing Donald John Trump into Austin. Into where? I'm going again. I said, Austin, into office. Because <laughs> you guys are asking really good questions. This is going to be a really good thing, but... Oh, no, it no, it's man. not, Alex. It's a it's really good a thing. I'm, I'm rather enjoying it. It's it's, it's 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 the truth, and I'm just going to say it, that I wish I never would have fucking met Trump. Wow. It never would have happened. And it's not that the attacks that I've been through, it's I'm so sick of fucking Donald Trump, man. God, well, just fucking stop fucking God. him, then. Jesus. And I'm not doing this because it's like I'm kissing his fucking ass. You know, it's just like I'm sick of Oh, it. you are
3: yeah you've been doing that for four years now he was on jones's show like he had him on like before yes. he was president as a candidate
2: he said great things about jones yes if he were not the platform i i would assume the tweets would already have come out oh
3: for sure yeah i'm, I'm waiting for the, the official statement he keeps instead of tweeting now he's like releasing public statements from the office of <laughs> that no one hears yeah. <laughs> no one reads them no one covers them uh, it's useless well there you have it judson
2: alex jones hates donald trump Who would have thought? Uh, Definitely not me. You can play the X again if you want. This is kind of our our last chance to recall what we're supposed to update our audience on from last week.
3: I mean, I I guess we could just try to do it next week. I don't know. I mean, Hmm. eh.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, We'll we'll see if we can figure it out before the next show. All right. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week.
3: Take care, everybody.
1: In a world where our freedoms and democracy <laughs> are being infringed upon, we are the two dudes that that's are fed what up. What it all is lies and bullshit.
3: There it is.
1: This <laughs> is a show unlike <laughs> no other. Welcome to Don't Tread On America.
3: Is that how Heroes? you say it?
2: I say don't tread on me, Rika, because okay. if you look at the logo, that's what it looks like. That's
3: what it looks like. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> that's what we were supposed to update folks on, Judson. Of course, it was Mystery Race's Theater last week. Yes. How could we forget? Is it too late now? It's not too late, right? I mean, they're still listening. They're, they're st- definitely still listening. You're, you're all still listening, right? Did someone answer you? Because that would really scare me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so if you didn't listen to last week's show, I suggest you stop now and go back and do so. What we're about to talk about will make way more sense that way. Now, if you just told us to fuck off and that we're lucky you're even listening to this episode, the longer the short of it is... That's fair,
3: though. That, that's, that's, a, totally that's a valid fair. reaction.
2: The long and short of it is that Judson and I took on a far-right, conspiratorial, hate-mongering podcast last week, Don't Tread on Me, Rika. <laughs> we don't mind telling you the name of their show because we know you, like most people, like all but seven people four of which are either on the show or married to someone who is, have zero interest in listening to it. They're married? Apparently. Wow. And if by some small chance you were to listen to it once, trust me, as someone who has endured a lot of that pain, (laughs) you would rather listen to Sailor Sable murder the national anthem on an endless loop than listen to another
3: second of their show. I can vouch for what he just said because I had to listen to him complain for like eight hours. I had to listen to a lot of it.
2: <laughs> so we devoted a whole segment last week to not only calling them out for their bad grammar, failure to understand basic concepts, hypocrisy, wild conspiracy theories, misogyny, bigotry, outright lies, and racism. Uh,
3: we- actually, you know we we, we kind of whiffed on the racism and and actually
1: noticed. During the whole review, they never mentioned anything about us being racist, but whatever. Okay, that's totally fair.
3: That's totally fair. You, you, we, we actually talked about it offline that you know, we, we kind of didn't bring up why they are, in fact, racist.
2: We didn't. And that was a an oversight. Yeah. Well, I promise you, Judson, we're going to address it shortly.
3: That sounds like a plan. So
2: it wasn't enough to call them out on our show last week. We wanted them to actually know what we thought of them, and their right-wing garbage. So I took to their podcast Facebook page and shared that episode with their fans. Both of them. Yeah, I'm impressed that it's plural. They have since deleted all of our posts, of course. Of course. But they most certainly listened to what we said and had some... Uh, feedback? Uh, yeah. Here's what... Uh, here's,
1: here's how they started talking about it. So apparently, uh, the PCGC has a stalker. Yes and generally as a guy if you have a stalker you're thinking wow well, I wonder what she looks like
3: is that what you think
1: uh, no uh, not so she's much not yeah so, <laughs> basically she's, not very not very cute so no no he is not That's
3: unfair Look I
2: have bad hair days like anyone else but uh sure sure you know I'm not like Alex Jones unattractive.
3: Actually, we don't have the clip, I don't think. But one thing I did notice in um, some of the stuff that they said, they changed their intro because of us, right? They did. Yes. Well, they changed their intro and then they go back to the old intro. Well, we made fun of their intro because it's bad. Because it's terrible. You heard a little bit of it. Yeah. But when he goes back to the old intro, he says, now we're kicking it old school. They've done fewer episodes than we have. You're a two month old podcast. (laughs) You don't have an old school. At best, you have school. That's it. There
2: is no intersection between that podcast and school. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Right.
2: Okay. Their first line of attack was a tried and true conservative approach, Judson.
1: Question reality. <laughs> that is what they do. He, this guy, and uh, one of his buddies, uh, oddly enough, do a podcast. <laughs> Accurate? Is it really called doing a podcast when you do it sporadically you know, once a week. Uh, Sporadically once a week.
3: Um, Once a week is not sporadic. And yeah, that's a podcast. Yeah, I think many
2: of the most popular podcasts actually have that release schedule. Yeah, turns out. We have been late. We take weeks off. We don't do reruns because we don't have a catalog to do reruns at this point. It's also just the two of us. so Yeah, we don't have an office or a staff we just do it ourselves and we work really hard on them that's why they take a week to do yeah we can't just throw shit on a wall and spew about it for 45 minutes not really even edit our podcast and call that a product
3: Is it doing a podcast and just record yourself talking and then just like throw it up on the internet? Is that a podcast? It is. It actually is. That's what a podcast is. (laughs) And even if yours is shitty, it's still a podcast.
2: Well, they insisted, Judson, they were not going to give us the time of day, despite devoting the first nearly eight minutes of their episode to us.
3: Yeah, like 10 minutes of their show. Yeah. (laughs) And then constantly mentioning us throughout. (laughs) Yeah. I listened to the whole thing. Oh, God. (laughs) You hate yourself so much <laughs> it's not that i hate myself it's that i love this
2: show I and know, I, know. I have to do the work to make the show good you hurt yourself for this though i do take a bullet for you listeners <laughs> hopefully i don't actually have to take a bullet Meta- if,
3: metaphorically speaking
2: if those guys that do that podcast are listening i don't actually want <laughs> to take a bullet for this <laughs> So just, they also had a hilarious and not remotely bigoted good time with my Twitter handle, Uncle Tortillo. Oh
1: boy. I think the one guy's Twitter handle, what was it? At Uncle Taco or something like that. No man, it was Tamale. Tamale? At Uncle no, Tamali. Tapatillo. Tapatillo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh it up, Fuzzball. They had
2: even more um fun. With your Twitter handle. I
3: mean, I know what my Twitter handle is. This is going to be good.
2: (laughs) Your Twitter handle, by the way, is the fault and my arse. The fault and my arse, yep. Because you had ass cancer. Because I had cancer, yes. (laughs) And you had a contest
3: yeah to, to name it
2: to, to rename your twitter account yeah i was actually based on the fault in the stars yep the fault in my arse the
3: fault in our stars the fault in my arse yeah
1: right all
2: right so this is their take on your the fault in my arse twitter handle
1: bring it on well and the other guy's twitter handle was funny because what was it at uh take it in the ass or something like that no man come on he classied it up it's arse arse so why why do you, you okay if your twitter handle is taken in the arse what does that mean when you're jacking off your uh, your buddy there you got your pinky up is that how that works these guys are just so clever
3: cuz I'm classy like that yeah pinky's out fuck you and your homophobia <laughs> But it's cool. No, it's All cool. Right. Make fun of the cancer guy. That's cool. Yeah. Do
2: it. Hey, sure. Make fun we of the We
3: made guy. a hell of a lot more fun of me with cancer than you could possibly imagine, and we're way better at it than you are.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's dig into the heart of their response. Is is that okay at taking
3: in the arse? <laughs> I just gotta say, why would that even be a problem if that were my Twitter handle? Where's your pinky right now? <laughs> out, always out. I'm classy like that.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Here's their deep dive. But, but you know, the whole time they're they're clowning our intro. Look at like very movie movie trailer, or whatever. And call my buddy over here, Hank Hill. <laughs> Damn it,
3: Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Don. That's a pretty good Hank Hill. Uh, it's he's shocking. from Tennessee.
1: All right. He's got an accent. Just because you guys are, you know, who you are and where you're from, you know, don't. It, it's funny how I want to point this out real quick. I, I think it's funny how they're going to sit there and call us racist as they make fun of people. hmm. Okay. Now, the one guy, I don't know if he's Hispanic or Mexican, Mex- you know, if he's from Mexico or wherever he's from or wherever his lineage <laughs> is from. But then he's sitting here calling a couple of white guys racist as he makes fun of us. Yes. Him. So yes, I am. I, I think that is the typical uh, the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, I called you white. Scenario, well, not only like right? that, but didn't they kind of make some or make fun of veterans. They were, yeah, they were assuming calling that vet- we were veterans. Yeah, and they were calling us veterans. That is whatever, a lie. And That's right. And, and then uh, you know, as you peruse their Twitter page, they they go off on Jewish people, and what? They, you know, <laughs> so I mean, really, it's <laughs> it's much <laughs> of the way the left is nowadays, is it? where. If you say that stuff, you're a racist. But they can say it all day long.
3: Well, it's the hypocrisy of the mm-hmm. left,
1: right? And that's and, and
3: they epitomize that. Oh, thank the, you. You know, they, that's,
1: that's how they live their life.
3: Actually, lives. Yes, uh, <laughs> we we each have one, so that's that's two. Well, I only have like half of one. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a life, Tino.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry, I, I interrupted the clip. Sorry. Oh, Just when I think you've said the
1: stupidest (laughs) thing ever, you keep
3: talking. (laughs) Thank you, Hank. Let's break this down. (laughs) Okay, first of all, we are not making fun of your co-host because he has an accent. No. We're making fun of him because he literally sounds like Like Hank Hank Hill. Hill. He literally sounds like Hank Hill. That's it. It was a funny observation.
2: Yeah, that's the joke. Right. And he also holds some similar views to Hank Hill. Tino is not Mexican. I'm not. They went right to me- Mexican for some reason. It's the only country they can think of. I would be happy to be Mexican. But he's not. So. I'm not. In the interest of accuracy, he is not Mexican. No, I, I, I'm I, not Mexican, but I wouldn't mind if I were. It's just odd that your mind went right to that. Because <laughs> yeah, it's
3: not odd. It's exactly what we expected you to think. Making fun of white people, Judson, is not racism. Making fun of people is not racist. No. Unless you're focusing on making fun of them because of their race or <laughs> (laughs) ethnicity or this isn't hard this is not hard
2: saying veterans is not making fun of veterans it's making fun of Kimberly
3: Guilfoyle who said veterans in the clip immediately immediately preceding us saying veterans several times it was literally the thing that came before that the, the thing that blew my mind is that they- We are s- going after the Jews. <laughs> They're
2: going after the Jews. They called us anti-Semitic, essentially. Yeah, because well, we, we know why. Yeah, because we made fun of an anti-Semite who thinks Jews built and deployed a space laser to start the California wildfires. That's who we made fun we, of. We
3: made fun of the anti-Semite, right. not the Jews. We played into the Jewish space laser bullshit for- <sighs> the joke, to make fun of the people who believe such nonsense.
2: These guys are so smart.
3: No, see, I don't know if they're dumb or deliberately deceptive to their audience. And I think it might be a bit of both. Yeah, they're definitely dumb. As, as our former co-host Mike would say, por no
2: Why are you speaking Mexican?
3: It's, yeah, because I really wanted to piss them off when they listened to this later. Gotta throw a little Mexican out there.
2: <laughs> also, apparently and unsurprisingly, they fundamentally misunderstood
1: what we were doing last week. Oh, really? They took it upon their, themselves to review one of our, our podcasts. We did not review your show, boys. We definitely did not.
2: You want to review? Here you go. That was a hot mess <laughs> inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. Thank you, Jake.
3: Again, in the interest of uh, accuracy, I suggested just a hot, wet, loud fart sound. I wondered how that got into the notes. <laughs> that, was,
2: that was
3: me. <laughs> I didn't think we needed anything beyond what Tino clearly already has on his computer. This works fine. I just thought. I thought about a toilet flush (laughs) as well.
2: There are a lot of ways to review your show. That's not what we did last week.
3: It definitely is not.
2: Last week, we just ridiculed you because We we're... mocked you. Yes. We
3: mocked you. That's mocking. You've heard it. You may not have recognized it for what it was, and clearly you didn't again last week, but that's what mocking is. You're probably going to hear a bit more of that in the future. Just keep, keep your ears open. In the
2: very near future. In the
3: very, very near future. <laughs>
2: very near future.
3: <laughs> well, believe it or not,
2: listeners, I actually extended an olive branch to our racist friends. I still don't believe it, but- I invited them to come on our show. I'm not making this up. No, this is true. I, this is all accurate. You saw it. I suggested we may be able to find some common ground. Now, Justin was deeply opposed to this whole strongly idea.
3: Strongly opposed yes. the entire time. He thought it was a terrible idea. Still
2: still am. Yes. I, I have a visceral reaction to this. Well, they were also strongly opposed to this idea. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's common ground we have. Yeah, you guys have. I knew we could have common ground. Oh, man. You both don't like me. <laughs> no, we
3: both don't like your idea. It's different. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah they ignored me completely so that's definitely not happening but i thought
3: I, I, I think that it is a good idea i just don't think that i personally this is a me thing that i personally could sit down and have a conversation with these guys after listening to them you know the homophobia the the deliberate deception about what we do on our page and on our show i don't i i find it hard for, to put that sort of thing aside and have a conversation right and, that, and that's, that's something i know about myself like you and i get into arguments sometimes absolutely and i i find it hard to put that aside in the in, you know, the next day like i have to like tell myself yeah we're friends we we're going to argue sometimes absolutely these guys and i are not friends true and and i'm going to struggle with that that's fair i mean i guess i just thought
2: that if we can't find a way to communicate with the right and to have a dialogue, we are so fucked. Yeah,
3: I, I I don't think your idea is bad. You just said you
2: thought my idea was no, no. bad.
3: <laughs> I joked about that. I no. think me personally, I think I would have problems executing that idea. Fair. It's a problem with me, not a problem with your idea. Okay. Uh, But I but I would go back to, uh, you were talking about the, the exit counselors people, right? Earlier on in the show? Mm-hmm. I think, and I'm not sure if this is in the articles, I, I hadn't read it yet, but there's something to be said for the idea that someone who's an alcoholic, someone who's a drug addict, you can't... Make them get clean and sober. Right, they've got to want to be that way. Absolutely. And so you can't force someone to come out of that disinformation shell that they're in. They've got to want somehow, for some reason, they got to want. They got to put a crack in it themselves to help get them out.
2: There are deep-seated psychological reasons why they're there to begin with. Right, and so you kind of have to untangle those as well
3: yeah and I, I just don't know that those guys are ready for that yet
2: either i don't know if those guys are ready for solid food <laughs> <laughs> right. so, on an emotional so, level <laughs> okay so finally as promised about them being or not being racist
3: they're racist spoiler alert sorry it does in the wrong order spoiler alert they're racist <laughs>
2: Before we released this show last week, and you kind of referred to this a little earlier, uh, you and I talked about the fact that though we featured these Neanderthals, <sighs> high five, Joe. The N-word? I know Blackburn's going to be pissed. <laughs> I used the <laughs> Neanderthal word. We talked about the fact that we featured these these adults on Mystery Racist Theater, but we didn't overtly make any case for them actually being racist. We did
3: not. And, and they pointed it out as well. Th- and they're right. We didn't because we felt like we didn't need to because we'd seen their Facebook page. Sure, we
2: <laughs> definitely noticed some racist posts on their podcast's Facebook page that they made, but we never made the case to our audience on our air last week that these two dudes are actually racist. So, Judson, permit me to remedy that right now. Oh, thank you.
1: What is Kamala? Was she the show <laughs> We'll call her Sho-ho uh, Kamala. Cameltoe? camel Cameltoe.
3: Yeah, Cam- Cameltoe, <laughs> This is where the party ends. I can't stand here
2: listening to you and your racist
1: friend. One of the other executive orders I want to talk about okay. is uh, he signed an executive order banning the term China virus. The kung fu man, come on! The kung fu man, come on, man! We ain't calling it of virus. That's illegal. I'm sorry. Actually, that's illegal for them. For us, at here at the Don't Tread on America podcast, we said we don't want, want so much China virus, motherfuckers. No. This is where the party ends. I just
0: sit here. With
1: Ilya Amar got elected. She's in an area of her people. In Minnesota, the area that she lives in, or that she's, her district is in, is highly immigrated Somalian refugees. Right. Well, there you go. She had half a brain to her, and she could speak uh, well compared to probably uh, the rest of yeah. them. And this is our leader. This is who we want. She represents us. And same thing with Talib.
2: This is plan party ends i can't stand here listening to you and your racist
1: friend we're gonna stick this up your butt you
2: i rest my motherfucking case <laughs>
3: Well done, sir. Props for that.
2: All right. This is really the <laughs> end of our show this time. Please don't forget to follow us each on Twitter. You can reach me at Uncle, whatever vaguely Spanish T word you can think of. <laughs> and Judson, where can they find you?
3: I'm so glad you asked, Governor. You can find me at <laughs> Ticket in the Ass. Pip Pip Cheerio.
2: <laughs> where was your pinky during that? Where was your pinky? Out,
3: always out, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> take care, everyone.
4: Hey everybody, it's Sailor here, and I just really wanted to put together something to say thank you to all of the people that have been reaching out to me with support and kindness. There are people from all over the political spectrum that have been coming out to show love and support and just basic human decency, and it's so easy to forget with all the things you see how there are still really kind-hearted, good people out there that'll come out to support people. And it's it was really, really hard at first. And it's just, it's been so wonderful to see all the kindness shown my way. And I can't thank you enough, all of you, for your support, whether you're in this video or not. It's just... Thank you so much.
3: Uh, I don't think she's talking about us. Uh, No, definitely (laughs) not.